The Google Podcast app is going away in April. Right now, I want you to take a look at the podcast app you're using right now. Maybe it's time for a new one. Check out podcastapps.com and try a new one for free right now. That's podcastapps.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz, and this is Writing Class Radio. You'll hear true personal stories and learn a little bit about how to write your own stories. And I'm Allison Langer. Together, we produce this podcast, which is equal parts heart and art. By heart, we mean the truth in a story. And by art, we mean the craft of writing. No matter what's going on in our lives, writing class is where we tell the truth. It's where we work out our shit. There's no place in the world like writing class. And we want to bring you in. On this episode, we're talking about procrastination. Eventually. <laughs> we'll get there. It's going to be meta. Wait, wait, wait. Do you even know what meta means? Meta? Meta. We just did it. That's the When the story word. reflects what the story is about. We're also going to talk about when the narrator talks directly to the reader from a place of experience and giving advice, which is really hard in a story and in life. Take my advice. No one wants advice. We're starting with a story by Jenny Barrett, a columnist at Ravishly, which is an online magazine that celebrates the mess of being human. Now that's a celebration. Yeah. God. Who isn't a mess? Jenny's story is so relevant to all of us messy humans, especially the messy writers among us. Jenny's story is called, You Aren't Lazy, You're Just Terrified. Her story, after the break. We're back. This is Allison, and you're listening to Writing Class Radio. Today's episode is about procrastination. Here's Jenny with her story. You aren't lazy, you're just terrified. I have been writing this article in my head for three weeks. Every time I sat down to type out the words, I came up empty. I've sat in front of this computer for hours, staring at the blinking metronome of my cursor, trying and trying and trying to write something good, but I failed every time. I skipped a week of writing, all the while berating myself for being lazy, unproductive, and incompetent. Even this draft, the one I'm typing right now, is a struggle. I'm experiencing paralysis about writing about paralysis. I'm no stranger to paralysis, and my guess is that neither are you. I bet this sort of scenario sounds familiar. You start a project determined to execute it perfectly. You avoid it until you can do it right, but then you don't do it at all. You feel frozen, stuck, incapable. You are paralyzed by the fear that you will be bad at the thing you want to accomplish, which, of course, makes it impossible to accomplish anything. It's a never-ending cycle. Perfectionism, procrastination, paralysis. At my best, I am an efficient and organized person. I thrive off of hard work and high pressure, always ambitious, always reaching for the next thing to do or make or achieve. I'm productive and full of ideas. I take charge and take action. I keep a clean house and read at least a book a week. At my worst, I'm flighty and frazzled. I spend far more time thinking about how I want to do something than actually doing it. I doubt every choice I make, every thought that flits across my mind. I let my apartment get increasingly messy, even though I know how much I need a clean space in order to be happy. 
I just can't confront the glaring imperfection of a sink full of dishes and baskets of dirty laundry. I spend days at a time in bed, staring at the ceiling and thinking of all the things I could be doing but can't because I know I would do them imperfectly. I don't read anything. Instead, I crush myself with the weight of knowing that I will never be able to read all the things. For a very long time, I thought I was lazy. I figured that if I just worked a little harder, I would be able to accomplish the things I set out to do. Failing meant I was a bad person, or at least bad at being a person. I told myself that I had to get my act together. I had to do all of these things so that I could prove I wasn't the worthless piece of garbage I thought I was. When I inevitably cracked under that pressure, I took it as proof that I was a worthless piece of garbage. If all of this sounds repetitive, that's because it is. It's a vicious, repetitive, monotonous cycle. It moves at breakneck speed, but also not at all. Experiencing it is the most damning case against perfectionism I've ever come across. Expecting perfection only leaves you with two options. Do everything right on the first try, or don't even bother, which is actually only one option, since nine times out of ten, human beings don't do things right on the first try. Just look at French history, or Cars 2, or Robert Downey Jr. When I was a junior in high school, I attended a summer arts program for creative writing. The whole month was a struggle. I woke up every morning terrified of the day ahead, paralyzed by the fear that I would come to class with a bad draft. It eventually got so bad that I walked into my memoir class one day and tearfully told my teacher that I couldn't give him the draft I'd brought to the workshop. It was too awful. He asked me to bring it to a one-on-one -on -one conference so that we could discuss it. I spent the next five hours cringing at the thought of him reading even a single word of what I'd written. When the meeting came, we sat at a table while he silently read my work. He finished and looked up at me, then the ceiling, then the page. I don't know what it is that you're so unhappy with, he said, sifting through the pages. This looks like a really interesting idea. I think the problem here isn't the writing, it's you. You're expecting a product without respecting the process. I'm not interested in getting something perfect from you and you shouldn't be either. Just do the work, write the story, and then write it again as many times as you need to. I think about that meeting a lot, about the way it made this essay possible, about how much I still have left to learn. Four years later, I still find myself stuck on blank pages and bad drafts, terrified to move forward and risk writing something that I'm not proud of. But if I never take that risk, I'll never make anything at all. The question of whether it's any good is made irrelevant because it won't exist. Here's the thing. Perfectionism, even and especially when it prevents you from being productive, is a lot of really hard work. It is 10 times harder to write this article in my head than it is to just sit down and do it. I could wash a whole restaurant's worth of dishes with the willpower it takes to avoid them. Why waste time thinking about the books I'll never read when I can use that time actually reading them? Perfectionism is exhausting. It steals your time, your energy, your joy, your life. Realizing that is half the battle. The rest involves a lot of mistakes and mishaps and bad drafts. The only advice that has worked so far 
is do the work. Write the story. Wash your dishes. It will never be perfect, but that does not mean that it can't be good. I love it so much. I know. I love her voice. Love. God, I just want to hang out with this girl. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. And I especially Jenny love- Jenny Barrett. Will I you know. be friends with Let's us? Let's be friends. <laughs> be my friend. God. Anybody who's willing to say that they're just flawed and imperfect and struggling, I just uh, I just want to be around them all day. <laughs> I know. I, I know. It's true. That's why we're friends, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Because <laughs> I admit how flawed I am constantly? No, we both are. It's like I don't oh. hand you something and go, oh, my God, this is the best thing I ever wrote. Right, now, It's always like, oh, God, it took me forever. I think I've, I don't even know the ending. What is the story even about? Like, Well, this is the best thing I ever wrote is really code for this is so, a totally yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. So that's how we approach everything. Right. With humor. That's, yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what Jenny Barrett did. She's yeah. like, listen, I am so totally flawed. Vulnerable. Yes. She's vulnerable. She mm-hmm. approaches her whole piece with vulnerability that lets us in and lets us share in her imperfection. Vulnerability is the absolute key to creating a likable narrator, a, a trustworthy narrator. Yeah. Well done, Jenny Barrett, on that point. I want to talk about how she, right in the beginning, starts talking to the reader. That was really, really well done. She says, I'm no stranger to paralysis, and my guess is that neither are you. So then it starts immediately. Yeah, she was talking to me. And me. No. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you know what I wanted to ask you? Are you, um, do you procrastinate? Um, no. But I think what happens um, is I know I have something I really want to do and I try to get everything out of the way so that I can make room to do it and then to sit down and do it. But by the time I get everything done, a whole nother list appears. More emails, more things to do, more calls, more. Right. So and then I so just you basically do all your laundry and clean all your dishes yeah. before you get started yes. on a writing project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I do to procrastinate is like exercise. Like when I'm so stressed out about getting started on a project, I'll run or I'll ride my bike. And then, and then it just like puts me in a zen mood and I can get to it. But do you so work sort of better in the afternoon? So see, for me, yeah. I just want to crank it out in the morning and then I just I have been exercising in the afternoon if I even go, which I have not been. But, yeah. but in the morning, I feel like that's my brain It is power. my best time. Yeah. But lately, I've been exercising first thing and it helps me. Yeah. So I have to get that out of the way sometimes first, especially if I'm stressed out like Jenny was. Yeah. So, yeah, I procrastinate some. I totally – maybe I'm not the worst procrastinator, but I am so – I so get what Jenny's saying. What also was really cool is what you were talking about in the beginning. We were talking about meta. That's something I learned when I started taking writing class. Like, let's explain that because it's really cool how she did that here. So I think of meta as a story – about the thing that it is about. So this story is about writing this story. And Jenny's doing it in real time. Yeah, so she says, I'm experiencing paralysis about writing about paralysis. Yeah. It's like the whole story is self-aware. She's self-aware. The story is self-aware. 
So well, she, she also shows it in that summer writing program that she can't even turn in a, a story. She proves, like she goes to scene. She doesn't just say I'm bad about it. She shows us mm-hmm. that she is really, really. Well, I think we're talking about another point there, which she did really well, which is going to scene. Okay. I loved that scene. I love that professor because the professor was like, listen, it's the process. It's about the process. Do the work. Yeah. Write the draft. Write it again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, how many times have you told me that? Then the other thing that she does so, so well is she speaks with authority directly to the audience. And that is like a concept that's very, very hard to do because you have to earn the reader's trust to do that. And this narrator... She earned our trust. She's like, she proved to me that she's a trained professional in procrastination. She is so knows procrastination. So she gets to this moment where she's saying directly to the listener, to the reader, here's the thing. Perfectionism, even and especially when it prevents you from being productive, is a lot of really hard work. And then she has a whole paragraph about how much work it is. Perfectionism is exhausting. It steals your time, your energy, your joy, your life. And then she does this other thing that's so hard to do, and she does it so well. And it's probably because what we were talking about before, she was talking directly to us the entire time. So at the very end, when she gives us advice, we're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to her because she's not just talking to us. She's not like, like, you do this. She's talking to herself, too. Yeah, but she's also giving, like, we've also become friends in her piece because she's been talking to us the whole time. So she's saying, do yourself a favor. Don't do what I do. Right. She's saying this, from here, it sucks. She's not coming from a place of, I did it, I I mastered it, and now I'm the authority No, I think she's saying, Jenny, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Do the writing. Do your dishes. Do your writing. Jenny, get off your ass. Do this. Yeah. So she's talking to us, and she's talking to herself. What she's not saying is, I have mastered this. No. No. And is she saying, I'm still struggling, and I can tell you it's a struggle, and I'm here with you, but just do this because this is what I'm trying to do, and it's it's working, and sometimes it doesn't work, but there's there's no way out of it otherwise. That brings us back to what we started with, which is, Jenny, I want you to be friends with us because <laughs> I want your advice on all matters. Yeah. I want to know what she's doing now. Like, what's up? I know she's a columnist for Ravishly, so we can check her out on Ravishly. Ravishly Ravishly.com, in case anyone's interested in reading more Jenny Barrett or just great articles in general. Ravishly is a great online magazine. And if you listen um, later in the season, we're going to have Aaron Carr, one of the editors of Ravishly, on our show. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening, and thank you, Jenny Barrett, for sharing your story. Hey, Writing Class Radio listener, we want your stories. Send us your best, true, personal essay. We pay. We pay between $50 and $100. Go to our website, writingclassradio.com. Hit the submissions tab for our guidelines. Then, before you submit, listen to a bunch of our episodes to get a sense of what we air. Now, I'm not saying that because I just want you to listen to all of our episodes, even though I do. But I'm saying that because... It's so smart to be familiar with the style and content of any publication you want to get published in. Yeah, it'll up your chances. I mean, if you don't know what you're submitting to, you're, you're, you're toast. You're going to get rejected, most likely. Writing Class Radio is produced by Virginia Laura, Andrea Askwitz, and me, Allison Langer. Theme music by Justina Chandler. Additional music by Pottington Bear. 
Writing Class Radio is sponsored by and recorded at the Launchpad at the University of Miami. This episode is sponsored by the podcast Made Visible, which brings invisible illness to light. It's also sponsored by me, Allison Langer. If you're looking for an editor, email me at allison at writingclassradio.com. I'd love to help. There's more writing class on our website, writingclassradio.com, including video classes, stories to study, and editing resources. Contact us at info at writingclassradio.com. If you love this show and enjoy all the extras on our website, hit the support us button. A new episode will drop every other Wednesday, so look for us. There's no better way to understand ourselves and each other than by writing and sharing our stories. Everyone has a story. What's yours? Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network.